Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Fasting was viewed by these Pharisees, conservative keepers of Jewish law 2,000 years ago, as something that was really, really important and should be done on a regular basis, something that should be done often. So they fasted often, even though the law didn't actually require it. The law of Moses only required one fast on an annual basis. In Jesus' day, the Pharisees bragged of their faith, albeit out of context of Scripture. Today with Pastor Robert, you'll explore what they said about the act of fasting. But more importantly, you'll get to see what God says about it as you look at the contrast between the Pharisees' faith and faith that's pleasing to God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 9 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. You know, the other day I came across an article and, you know, this type of article pops up every so often, but it was an article from that website, LegalZoom, um, about laws that are still on the books that are a little bit outdated or weird or, you know, whatever. One that's still in effect in Pennsylvania is that if you find yourself driving at night through the rural parts of the state of Pennsylvania, state law requires that you stop every mile and send up a rocket signal to let everybody know you're out there. And I thought, they should probably strike that one off the books. I think now with headlights, that may not be so necessary. Um, But the other one was, if you're driving along in your automobile and you see a skittish team of horses, you're supposed to pull off to the side of the road and take your vehicle apart piece by piece and hide it in the bushes until the horses get past. That one might still come in handy in Amish country, I don't know, but it might take a while. These days it's not quite so easy to take your car apart as it was in the early days of automobiles. And then the one that really got my attention, it's illegal to drive through the state of Missouri with an uncaged bear in your car. (laughs) Don't want to be caught doing that. But I was thinking about this, you know, just in light of what we're looking at in Matthew chapter 9 as we continue our journey through the book of Matthew. You know, some laws are timeless and unchanging. Other laws need to be adjusted depending on 
the age in which one is living, right? Now, the problem is a lot of times the laws that seem to be pushed aside and done away with probably should not be, and others, like taking your car apart and hiding it in the bushes, you could probably strike that one off the books, right? Um, That's what we're dealing with here in Matthew chapter 9, beginning at verse 14. Matthew tells us, then the disciples of John came to him, to Jesus, saying, why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, can the friends of the bridegroom mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come when the bridegroom will be taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch pulls away from the garment, and the tear is made worse. Nor do they put new wine into old wineskins, or else the wineskins break, the wine is spilled, and the wineskins are ruined. But they put new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved. Now, we're going to stop right there, and I want to tell you up front, this passage is not really about fasting. But it does bring the subject up, right? It does mention, it does talk about fasting. So I want us to talk about it just for a minute. Because you see, apparently, fasting was viewed by these Pharisees, conservative keepers of Jewish law 2,000 years ago, as something that was really, really important and should be done on a regular basis, something that should be done Often, So they fasted often, even though the law didn't actually require it. The law of Moses only required one fast on an annual basis. One time a year, the people of Israel were called to fast. And that was actually on the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur, which was this week, by the way, on the Jewish calendar, Tuesday evening to Wednesday evening of this very week, that annual fast day for the Jewish people. And I find it interesting, you know, Jesus, he clearly validated the practice of fasting in this, but he said that in general, the Pharisees were doing it for the wrong reasons. In Matthew 6, 16, Jesus said, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance. For they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Now, we talked about this in much more depth when we went through Matthew chapter 6. But Jesus says here that fasting is rewarded by God when you do it for the right reasons, when you do it for the purpose he intended and not merely for show. What is it that God does intend for us? What does he intend for his children through fasting? What's the point? I think Ezra chapter 8 verse 21 gives us the best answer to that question. Why fast? Ezra says, I proclaimed a fast there at the river of Ahava that we might humble ourselves before our God to seek from him the right way for us, for our little ones, and all our possessions. 
Ezra says, you know, the prophet's purpose for calling the people to fast, it was twofold. Number one, that they might humble themselves before God. Number two, that they might seek his guidance, his direction, his instructions, if you will. But what does it really mean to humble ourselves before God? You know, sometimes we talk about things that we don't really take the time to think through and understand. What does it mean to humble ourselves before God? Again, it's not merely an outward act. Yeah, I mean, we express it outwardly, but it's supposed to be something that's coming from the heart, that we are setting everything else aside, fasting, right? You set food and water aside in this strict sense. I understand that the super, you know, ultra-Orthodox Jewish people won't even take a shower or brush their teeth during a fast because they don't want to inadvertently take in any water. Complete physical deprivation. No food, no water, no nothing for that period of time. The idea, listen, is setting aside that which gives strength to the physical for the purpose of focusing completely on receiving strength spiritually. Humbling oneself, humbling yourself before God. The idea is more than just like a mental acknowledgement that everything I am, everything I have, everything is yours. I'm dependent, completely dependent upon you for everything. No, it's more than just that mental agreement. Humbling oneself, coming to him and putting yourself in that position of total self-denial for a period of time. That complete reorientation of your being Godward. Does that make sense? That's what he's talking about here. Ezra says, I called a fast so that we would humble ourselves before God, put everything else aside just to be with him, to receive from him, to seek from him the direction that we needed for ourselves, for our children, for our possessions. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus' life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. 
We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.